Please note, this episode contains some strong language. Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. transparency as we start this podcast episode i'm just gonna like set the scene here so we are remote today on the brawn the brave as we have been for a while um and i won't name the <laughs> the software that we're trying to use today but it wasn't plain ball and of course i was blaming myself but it turns out it wasn't any to do with me so my lovely lovely very helpful very knowledgeable guest Aika Hedlum has kindly started recording this episode for me so it's a bad day when you ask somebody to come on their podcast and you're like yeah could you just record it as well that'd be great thanks <laughs> no it's <laughs> so all good so much. <laughs> no worries Lisa no thank you for this the invite um to come on like you know, the brawl and the brave I've been following you for a couple of years now so it's really cool I think I remember like, I think we probably had a little chat on Instagram live as well a few weeks ago so yeah like um, um yeah no I really appreciate it and this is the thing with like podcasts and I think people don't kind of get I think a lot of people I know have tried it kind of like kind of like stop at the first few hurdles and be like actually I've given that a try but there's like the technical side of it as well there's a lot and I'm very much just learned I've learned I've kind of taught myself over the years but still I don't feel like I'm a professional in what I'm well, doing, you're doing better than me today. <laughs> you're definitely showing me up I was having a meltdown but it's that thing though you know and I'm sure like I'm really keen to get into it so as a fellow podcaster mm-hmm. of the awesome creative me podcast I wonder, like, where did your journey start with podcasting? Or, for want of a better question, mm-hmm. why why podcasting? What what drew you to becoming a podcaster? Do you know what it is? I kind of, and I always kind of think about it sometimes. I think, like, um, I know, like, when me and my wife moved house and, like, we was just kind of start getting into that, just listen to podcasts, but like Ricky Gervais kind of like podcasts and more, it's not more for Ricky Gervais, actually for Carl Pilkington <laughs> was listening to and just getting yes. kind of like a laugh out of that, you know? Um, and I guess it kind of went from like podcasts kind of like just based on like interest, a lot of kind of true crime, paranormal kind of stuff, kind of really kind of like into this listening. Well, obviously sometimes it helped me sleep or actually me or to learn something new, you know? So yeah, I think like for me, like the interest in podcasts has always kind of been there I think probably like I know podcasts has been around for probably like the early kind of two thousands and I think that literally in the last kind of like the um probably like five, six, eight or ten years, it seems to kind of be more of a thing now and accepted as actually, you know, like not just a hobby, like people can actually have careers like in podcasting. So for yeah, I think for me that's always kind of been there, especially like my interest in art and the kind of creativity wherever I'm based as well. And that kind of you know, for me I kind of felt like especially in the northeast of Scotland I met and kind of made friends with a lot of like artists and creatives and I was, I was also kind of, kind of thinking that why is no one kind of documenting this like you know people are kind of doing blogs and stuff and that's amazing people are kind of doing that kind of documenting what's happening in the northeast of Scotland but I thought like that kind of thing of podcasting is kind of like you know it's instantaneous it's there you can listen to it and it's like short bursts it can be like you know five ten minutes half an hour like an hour and a half or something so I thought like right let me just try and 
put a spotlight in the lens of what's happening in the northeast of Scotland, you know, and like no shade or anything to like the central belt. I feel like there's a lot of focus in terms of the art scene and the creativity and, and the culture in the central kind of belt. And, you know, and, you know, absolutely, I think like, you know, Scotland deserves this props and that like, so many kind of levels. But I felt like, right, the northeast of Scotland, it needs to have in some way that I can try and draw focus on the lens of the people that I knew that are doing amazing things also just that kind of like the creative community and the culture in the northeast of scotland that's awesome yeah you're spot yeah. on I've, I've spoken to other people on the Brown and the brave before who've said similar things about you know people in glasgow and edinburgh there's mm. a lot you know there seems to be a lot of publicity and a lot online about what's going on there but of course yeah there's you know there's such a wealth of you know artists and creatives all over scotland that deserve that platform do you know what i mean there's so yeah. many great things happening um, absolutely so you're based in aberdeen am i right yeah yeah basically i will say like sunny aberdeen that's we have been having this kind of decent kind of sun actually for early may kind of springtime it's been actually really quite nice um yeah but yeah it's you know i've been here god how long have i been here now well i moved here in 2004 wow come and study yeah from london yeah, I'm from like um southeast London. So I think people kind of still seem kinda of confused and like, hey, why did like why did you move up here? But you know what, I'm thinking like I found for myself a lot of kind of actually bit of chill and a bit of peace in the northeast of Scotland. I thought like when I kind of moved up here, I probably did it at the right time to kind of study and actually focus on like a future for myself, you know, and, and I kind of yeah, studied social work and I'm qualified social work for like Jeez, 11 years now but I kind of felt like you know financially as well you know was able to kind of afford moving up here and then renting and buying our own place like back in 2014 then moving house again like last year and stuff and obviously having a family and stuff like that so it's just kind of been like um yeah, it's been like an interesting kind of journey and kind of like path and like um I think like when I first moved up here my family would be like oh yeah like after you study you kind of moved down back down to London and this naturally for me I ended up kind of liking it you know the fresh air you know and this kind of just getting a bit of a banter a different kind of banter as well in the north of Scotland I thought like coming from London when people kind of speak to you at a bus stop and stuff you're thinking like oh Jesus what's going to happen here and stuff like that you know you kind of think like what's the kind of interaction here but I thought okay. I found that in Scotland I feel like people the banter kind of seems to be a bit more kind of free-flowing people are actually just curious about oh what are you doing up here and stuff like that I noticed that in Glasgow as well a lot I felt like people seem to be no offense to anyone in the of Scotland. I feel like in the in the Glasgow, everyone seems to be really kind of friendly and like, oh, hey, how are you doing and stuff? Like, We're so, quite gallus in Glasgow. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I like that as well, you know. Um, I like that kind of part, I like different parts of Scotland. But yeah, like, really like... Um, you know, living up in the north of Scotland as well. Like, mm. um, I'm kind of excited, kind of doing a lot of things like walks and stuff like that, and just exploring like Aberdeenshire and like the surrounding areas as well. I think it's kind of like a, it does bring like a good sense of kind of chill and calm and peace in comparison to my hometown. I'm a London at heart as well. So well, I was going to say like... that. I wonder, do you then go? Yeah, Aberdeen's my home now, or are you still got that affinity? Do you know what, for me, it's always going to, like, yeah, I definitely got affinity for my home and, like, the culture and just kind of, like, just mm. the lifestyle and the vibrancy of, like, London. And I was kind of brought up in a very kind of, like, in a, like, um, housing estate and there's just lots of kind of just different cultures and I've always kind of just been exposed to that. So when I came to the north of Scotland, 
back in 2004 was a massive adjustment <laughs> you know it's just like but then and, and but then the kind of like the population of actually just uh, like the minority population has kind of grown over the years maybe to the oil and gas and actually students as well like got like we've got two universities the college here but yeah i do i do miss london i was kind of say like Aberdeen is my second home i'm always like i remember where i'm from as well. i'm more like a proud like southeast londoner <laughs> as well yeah I'm I'm ashamed to say I've never been to Aberdeen. Okay. So okay. now that I know yeah. somebody in Aberdeen. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be yeah. sick. By the time this conversation finishes, you'll be like, do not come and visit me, you're a pest. <laughs> but yeah, I've never I don't know I don't know why. You know, my work yeah. my, my work hasn't taken me there, which is a shame mm-hmm. because I know that there's you know, working in dance and theatre because that's my mm-hmm world i know that there's a real strong sense of like dance you know oh, absolutely, city moves and stuff yeah. up in aberdeen so yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i'm ashamed to say so that needs to be on my 40 things to do before i'm 40 list it's actually kind of been I mean, the thing that's really kind of been quite thriving i know they used to do like an international youth festival mm-hmm. um that kind of stopped i think the um, funding was kind of pulled back in like probably 2019 unfortunately but yeah i've kind of like you know done stuff for like um city moves dance life festival the past couple of years some podcasting for them and also kind of had like um the guys the boys and um, adam and cameron from 10 feet tall local theater company yeah. as well so there's, there's you know there's a lot of kind of positive things and that kind of front in Aberdeen as well so yeah definitely come up here and let's you know, see what's on offer absolutely yeah. that's thank you for the invitation although I feel like I just yeah. didn't invite myself um, <laughs> yeah just like you said at the start of the conversation I discovered you online you know mm-hmm. ages ago and just was like oh what's this interesting person up to and um, seeing all the interesting people that you were connecting with and interviewing and yeah it's just lovely to see somebody else in the podcasting world you know, because I know what it's like to juggle work, uh, you know, and this this passion project, this hobby that I totally love. Mm. I mean, I don't know yeah. about you, and it, and it can be, obviously, up, there can be its ups and downs, um, which I'm sure we'll get into. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes I need to remember it doesn't make me any money <laughs> because I love just chatting to people. Um, <laughs> and I've learned so much doing the podcast, and I was very aware that I didn't want the podcast to just be about the performing arts although that is my world mm. I, I kind of wanted to open that door to as many people as possible but so keeping it like people and their passions worked for me I wonder when you were thinking about starting a podcast what was the impetus for kind of honing in and on the kind of people that you wanted to be speaking to you said obviously it was about creativity do you consider yourself to be a creative person do you know what I also think like I think to give a bit of context I did study briefly art and design oh, cool. um, so it was right. College in London but I was a bit unruly and a bit immature and then so I didn't finish the course it was always kind of been a bit of a regret but I always kind of look back and be like right I just wasn't ready and I wasn't mature enough but I was also I was able to kind of use those skills and lend them to my job working with young people in Aberdeen and social work but yeah I think um you know um for me it's it's just that kind of like it's just been a different kind of like journey and kind of process actually kind of the people that I've interviewed and who, and who I speak to I try to take this kind of non-biased kind of approach as well I don't kind of want to speak to people who are in the kind of known in crowd of creatives and artists in the north of Scotland if I kind of look at something do a bit of research online I'm thinking, oh that person's stuff looks cool I actually just want to speak to them and stuff and that's actually just my kind of thing I think if I kind of did do that it would be probably a very kind of one year 
six or 10 episode kind of podcast kind of thing. I kind of deliberately want to introduce people to someone that they're not aware of, but lives that but lives in the northeast of Scotland or further afield. I think that's how that kind of things work. You don't just kind of cherry pick the people that yeah. are kind of getting the local kind of press and stuff. You actually kind of speak to the people who are actually just even up and coming in their kind of creative Absolutely. journeys as well. I think that's so so kind of important and I, and I think it's just like I guess a part of me I always kind of root for like the underdog I guess like yes. well like to actually just to provide a platform for someone to so they can like you know, amplify themselves speak about their kind of work if they've got an up-and-coming show or event and stuff like that or showcase and be like hey this is the person I know who go and check them out support them buy their merch and stuff like that I'm just kind of that person that I like to see other people kind of just doing well I think that's so important I think if you're doing something and I think like I will see like creating create me podcasts as a kind of community-based kind of podcast that it's not just about me. I just host this, but I'm facilitating a conversation where someone can actually speak about their art or their work or what their interests are as well. So I'm just kind of providing like a platform for people in the community up here. Yeah, I mean, the podcast is awesome. I was listening to the day oh, that you, you've done like, what's it, 111 episodes or something? I think like so, that? yeah. Do you know what? Like, yeah, kind of like, um, what's that like really kind of poncing? I'm like, oh yes, I'm losing count. But no, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I've done like, yeah, over and I think I always say to people when you listen to my first kind of recordings you can actually hear the audio journey and quality of actually kind of like picking up for me being a complete novice and still feeling like a complete novice coming up to being five years in November of doing this Gosh. and I think like um like my production partner Jake Lawson um from Jake Lawson Audio I kind of met him a couple of like I think it's like 2018 at like an Etsy made local kind of pop-up and he's talking about kind of like doing like a course at the local college and then I met him again and in 2019 he said oh yeah that's me kind of finished I said oh, okay cool and we just kind of developed a really kind of cool working relationship and then I think he's actually I think he probably took pity on me and thinking like, hey, like, you know, like this guy's okay. I actually could maybe kind of step up a bit. And he has actually literally taken the audio game up for the podcast. And like I was using like a program on um, Google Chrome called Lexus. I think it was. I don't know if it's still on there, because it's like um you can download it for like the app stuff and it wasn't that great, it was very basic, but I think like seeing his kind of place and his kind of self it's like that professional and he's qualified and doing like you know the audio kind of engineering and stuff as well so yeah big big props and shout out to jake as well absolutely but i think it's that message of like just start you know i've i've been lucky enough to like yeah. do some podcasts and workshops and i think the, the first time i pitched one i was a bit like who am i like who do I think I'm telling somebody else how to start a podcast? But then someone else was like, well, you have started a podcast and you are doing one. You're not yeah. saying that you are like the, the be all and end all when it comes to podcasting, but you do know stuff and you have learned. And I'm sure you'll be the mm -hmm. same over the last five years. You're saying it's been a journey. And it is nice to almost like look back or listen back to go, yeah, I have that it has been a journey and it has evolved. And I think even the pandemic, I'm not sure how you feel about it, but the pandemic itself like put a spanner massively in the works in terms of like podcasting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I think for me, you know, it, it, it always kind of take that time to reflect. And I think it's like the kind of small wins and like, you know, and I shared that all oh, like recently, oh, I've got over 30,000 listeners. Like for me, for like an independent, like, podcast like you know we get paid to do some kind of like project work and stuff for, for organizations which has been awesome which is kind of started in like late kind of 2019 for us and but obviously like you know we saw we're touching that but those kind of things are not consistent as well so like yeah 2020 like um is it, yeah it's, it's, i think it's gonna definitely been like a game changer obviously like you know in terms of actually recording online i think my last kind of conversation 
in my studio where I am now was actually probably early March before Boris got on the TV and told us, oh yeah, I think it's going to change forever. And yeah, I had a massive break in podcasting and I reflected on this back in 2020 when I actually, after I had COVID and I was in the hospital and I was hospitalized oh, wow, and stuff like that. So I kind of actually, I was, had a, like a book, was like over an hour, I can't remember the episode number, but I was just actually reflecting on that kind of time of having COVID, but also at the height of like the Black Lives Matter issues as well. So yeah. it was just me. I think, yeah, in our, was in our old house, I recorded this conversation and it's actually just let it all out. It's kind of like a bit of like a cathartic kind of process of actually, well, like, yeah, like COVID's shit. This is what happened to me. And also there's other shit going on in the world as well. Absolutely. And just holding that space, I think sometimes it's kind of just really important to reflect on you know the good the bad and everything in between especially when you're podcasting it's, it's, it's a hard graft and I'm, I've known people that kind of started it and been like actually I'm just going to focus on this because I work full-time as well and I do like other things yeah. that probably I guess we'll kind of, of discuss course, it's just kind of like so all these kind of things like I remember I actually I remember like when I kind of started um we are here Scotland my community interest company and I was speaking to someone and they said oh so you can actually stop podcasting I was like well no like I love doing this still so like and maybe I'm just kind of glad for punishment but I think for me I just like to I think I noticed that as well like within, within like the creative industry or people that you like to do creative things your mind just keeps going you you know you've got a ton of ideas you probably find it hard to sleep but you're just thinking about different things and stuff like that all the time yeah so, like serial so yeah, spinners like, were just like well just yeah and, and yeah it all seems like it's spinning beautifully you're like i'm just going to put another plate in the mix because yeah. it's not exciting <laughs> enough <laughs> exactly 100 so it is that kind of bit of sometimes you think like and I think like even like it was last year, my wife was going like, oh yeah, I think you just kind of just do too much a bit. I mean, I've been like, it's always that time of year. I don't know for me. I think like, and I feel like I'm doing like, lots of kind of different creative things. It's always kind of come like towards that November, December time. You kind of feel that burnout kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of deliberately over the past few years have made myself like unavailable in a sense in terms yep. actually yep. not taking on any kind of opportunities mm, and stuff like that, important. and actually saying, let me just chill. Especially when I turned 40 last year as well in November, I thought, let me just kind of just chill a bit, spend time with my family, be very present, especially when I have a, well, she was two and a half then, daughter, um, Izzy, that I want to be present and let, at Christmas time as well, not just kind of be like, oh, I've got to do this and stuff, I've got to do this podcast, I've got to do this everything or this kind of meeting. So I think that kind of helps reflecting on the kind of journey of podcasting in general ever since kind of COVID, mm. taking that kind of step back and allowing myself to give myself a break and actually being comfortable and not feeling guilty for taking a break has definitely been helpful. Of course. And the thing is, it's all these self-imposed things, you know, like no one else is going, where's that podcast episode? But in your head, that's what's happening. And I totally identify with that. But it is really important because you can't just give, give, give of yourself all the time Mm -hmm. and expect to be okay health-wise or mentally health-wise or Mm -hmm. just like like you're saying, like there's only so much time in the week. You've got a full-time job. You've got a family. Your energy, you know, you have to like replenish that energy as well by just rest and doing stuff that isn't work or um, even your creative kind of outlets you know what I mean sometimes you just need yeah. to switch them off for a bit yeah absolutely and I, and I think like I guess what we kind of do in terms of actually podcasting and, and independently is that kind of actually that kind of selfless kind of thing as well I'll speak into um so that's, that's I quite prefer last year Lou Mensah from Shade Podcast she's based in London she's awesome 
And like she's been getting a lot of kind of actually the past kind of few years, a lot of kind of write ups in the Guardian, and like she was nominated for like the British Podcast Awards, wow. I think it was last year. Um, and she, yeah, and, and we kind of speak about there's so much this kind of frustrations as well, even though we love what we do as like, you know, independent kind of podcast hosts and producers. In the back of your mind, you still kind of wish that someone would kind of just like, you know, drop that email and it comes and, hey, we really love to work with you, you know? And like, you'd be like, yes, that kind of like ultimate dream. But for me, it's that kind of bit of having that kind of community, speaking to like other podcasters like yourself or like Lou um, or other people or like um, Susan Shirley from black scott um pod Mm -hmm. um they're they're awesome as well so i think this is like it's good when you actually kind of see like within actually the creative community but we're doing podcasts and you can actually connect with people as well and have people who are doing podcasts in in scotland because i think like there's i always kind of say like i think that if i didn't start the podcast in london where i was i don't think i think i'll probably get sucked in it's the vacuum of many other podcasts, but I think in Scotland where it, you know, it's still that kind of thing where that's kind of developing. It's still, you know, it's, it's got years on that in terms of podcasting in Scotland, but there's still that kind of interest of people kind of think, oh, we can do this as well. And I'm always kind of saying to people like, yeah, like, you know, even if you have a business, like, you know, you can do a podcast and people kind of look at the US and see like a Joe Rogan, like a two hour, three hour conversation, which I'll never bloody do. Um, and people kind of feel like that's what it needs to be. I was like, no, literally you can do like 10, 15 minute bursts. Yeah, it can be whatever you less than to that. Be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. And yeah. like you said earlier on, you touched on the, the fact that when you did that episode, when you'd been ill and during the Black Lives yeah. Matter um, mm. campaign, like, you know, a lot of people have said mm-hmm. that to me coming on the podcast. They found it really cathartic to to take stock of everything up to that point. And obviously, you know, I'm saying everything. I'm talking to people about mm-hmm. mostly about their creative lives, but it is their lives essentially. So they end yeah. up talking about family and holidays and relationships, and they they talk about all sorts of things that they're comfortable with on the day. Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, you can only cover so much, like you're saying, in a half an hour, forty five minute hour podcast. But it's always nice to hear that people have a, enjoyed the experience because there's obviously that trepidation of why are you asking me? I get that a lot. Like, <laughs> what have I got to say? Because I, I'm similar to you. I literally would be happy to pull anybody off the street and talk to them. I don't yeah, have time yeah. to do that because that would be a lot of people. <laughs> but I think everybody's got something of value to share. Oh, you yeah, know, so absolutely. But obviously you, you do have to curate it to a point because you're, you're like, well, I'm that it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time and energy yeah. um, so when I am thinking about people who I want to come on the podcast it very much just is like I like the look of what you're doing or I've, we've worked together mm-hmm. I've been lucky enough to work with you or you've been recommended um, but it's not like a popularity competition like I'm not looking for somebody that's going to get me loads of likes because what does that even mean yeah. I'm just looking for a nice conversation yeah. yeah 100% I think that's such like you know you touch on that it's so important so I think definitely that I kind of believe in actually just having that kind of conversation like I like to yap I remember like in school I probably think I got in trouble for just yapping away and remember, like parents evenings I'd be dreading be like you know does well on this but he could actually apply if he applied himself more so for me I'm, I'm very much I guess interested in actually just human kind of stories and actually that kind of thing that makes us all kind of common even though we might look different have different kind of career pursuits and different lifestyles but I'm just interested in that thing that and also kind of like yeah producing a conversation or actually having that conversation with someone to kind of listen to and be like oh I connect with that oh I get that as well and I think um, I've had some really nice messages as well from people saying oh I love that episode and I think for me 
I don't know if you kind of get that when somebody kind of reshares an episode and they kind of tag you and you can like, right, someone I don't even know, but they follow so lovely, what I'm doing. They've it? connected with that and they use that as like a motivation if they're an artist or creative or whatever uh-huh. they kind of do. I'm like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Even when you have kind of days and you can like, why am I doing this again? <laughs> you know, like, you know, but then those kind of small things are those are those kind of things that are actually, actually not, sorry, they're not even small, they're actually really mm-hmm. big wins. You know, when somebody's actually kind of sharing and then, people are tuning in for like from to allow to me to get to a certain number of listens and stuff like that. And then you think like, okay, this works then. This thing that I started doing on a kind of like, you know, on a hope and a whim, it works. And I should be proud of that. You know, if I stop doing it tomorrow or like the next week, at least I did that. I set out to what I, to, I set out to, um, to achieve what I set out yeah. to do, you know, that and that and more, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll say quite often, you know, like I am very present during a conversation, whether it's been recorded or otherwise, like I try to be that person in whatever scenario yeah. I'm in that I'm listening and I'm paying attention. And I always say to guests, like, if no one was to listen to this, I've had a lovely time and I'm glad this happened. Do you know what I mean? But equally, <laughs> yeah. it is lovely that people do listen. Not only, like, not to me, you know, like, I'm aiming to not talk as much as the guest, although that sometimes <laughs> is questionable, <laughs> as, you'll, as you'll soon discover. Um, but the, because I think what the person is doing is great that's why i'm talking to you Ika, because i think what you you're yeah. doing is brilliant and i want more people to know about that oh cheers and, and if, if i can have any sort of impact you know one more person listening to your podcast that's brilliant that is a win like you say and i think it's just really important to cheerlead other people oh yeah 100 percent. i think that's the kind of thing i think like um even, you know we do, we're doing this and i think as well like i kind of think from that also called creative me so i'm very much focused on the creative um, industries in Scotland and like the arts as well and it's very much an industry whereas I know probably I could count on my hand how many people have made this like a full-time career kind of job you know and you know we're very dependent on kind of funding as well from lots of just different yeah. pots or different resources as well it's not just one kind of like streamlined place where you can get everything and, and to you know to make it kind of work for you it's a hard graft so I definitely understand and I get that you know, I've had some people or people I know that, you know, who've even been in the podcast and over the years, like even locally, their businesses have stopped doing the business or they've moved on to something completely different. So, you know, and I guess those kind of things are less like a kind of capsule kind of like in time as well. When you look back on like the podcast of those kind of conversations, but it's, it's, it's always important that, that for me, it's been integral that the platform provides that kind of thing or actually boosting people and actually kind of like saying oh look you know this is someone I like you know like I said this is someone I'm really kind of interested in check them out as well and support them and like you know and that's and that's the kind of thing and that's I think and if I'm able to kind of do that job done I mean with social media now it isn't really a big effort to shout people out do you know what I mean like it takes seconds to just be like yeah. this is a cool thing that somebody yeah. made look at it you know, you don't need to put your hand in your pocket and offer money if that's not if you're not able to mm-hmm. it is about liking and sharing and i know social media is frivolous to a point but it do, it does make an impact for yeah. you, especially for small businesses or, or musicians mm-hmm. artists just that more exposure more people to know that they exist and what they're doing you know is something that they would enjoy yeah most definitely and i think you know as well like um even before i started the podcast i'll offer social media like i deactivated my facebook and stuff but i realized that 
there's that thing of, yeah, you need to use social media to kind of promote what you want to do and what you want to achieve. But then I noticed this is like, I think I saw a lot of kind of posts this recently or over the years about the algorithms and stuff. And I just like, I think it's like, I'm not on TikTok and I refuse to go on TikTok. I'm not on Snapchat. I think I like, I've got Twitter, Facebook I'm and busy. Instagram. And that's enough for me to kind of deal with. Yeah. And I think like, um, I'm just kind of just noticing obviously like more video content now on Instagram have taken that TikTok kind of route as well. And I think it's, it's a weird kind of thing to kind of navigate because you're thinking like, oh yeah, like I noticed that as well when I put up a post for a new episode or something and then you might get like oh, 20 or something kind of likes and then one post as well. If I'm doing like for my little small business, um, Big Up The Dean, with me and my family and we're wearing like some merch and it was like da, 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 you know, 100 on something or 200 something likes but not, not, not that I'm saying my family is not important they are but you know <laughs> like, but you know it's just kind of like it's, it's just a weird kind of thing to kind of navigate yeah. but I feel like um now I think like this I think over the years I've been able to establish that okay a new episode will come out on Monday around the half eight in the morning and I thought after, I guess in my kind of things that like people on their way to work or they're getting ready for work or something like that on a Monday and stuff like that here's something to maybe kind of pick you up or something to you know kind of like you know makes you kind of think for a bit in, in terms of actually yeah. different kind of conversation but yeah I, I just kind of think like um doing what we do is a passion and like and I think when that kind of thing exists in you, it's hard to kind of like let that go, you know, because I don't, I don't even have that thing in my head about, yeah, when can I stop doing this? You know, I haven't, I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm just like, I'm just doing it. But realistically, because obviously I'm now just kind of getting more busy with different things. I said like, right, a couple more episodes um, for this year, well, for the start, from the start of this year, and then we'll have a break over the summer and then maybe come back late summer or like early kind of autumn. Just kind of just have like the podcast down the seasons, like, you know, like um, 10 episodes or something. Yeah, I, I think that's the I think that's the, no, the norm for a lot of like, especially like the kind of yeah. big hitters, you know, that they, they're not putting out necessarily mm. every week because like us, yeah. they have other projects, they have other jobs. Um, but I'm like you, I've just been kind of on that train mm. of like, it's one a week and I, I think, I stuck to yeah. that for a long, long time. And then I had a very, mm-hmm. very small break at the end of last year just because I was dead, dead busy. And I was feeling guilty about it. And I'm like, get over yourself. Nobody cares. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you you have so many other things, like all these plates that we were talking yeah. about earlier on. So if you were to get into a lift and um, someone said, so what is, we are here in Scotland, like, what would your kind of elevator pitch be? Jeez, oh, <laughs> like elevated pitch, I've got a couple of minutes. Well, I think, like, for me, like, and how I can explain to people that like, We're Here Scotland is a community interest company that's kind of support about to kind of like amplify the voices of black and people of colour in the arts and, 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 of course, like Scotland's kind of creative industries. And, you know, I think in a kind of more kind of lengthy kind of elevator pitch that just for <laughs> kind of, the top yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess like for me, like I always kind of via like creating me kind of podcasts over the years and then going, going back to social media again, I was able to kind of connect with a lot of people that kind of looks like me. And I guess like coming from London and like, like I touched on earlier before, I come from a very kind of multicultural kind of community. I was missing that kind of bit as well, that bit of representation of people who have like similar backgrounds or that kind of cultural identity. But I know it's like in Scotland, also it's like three degrees, three degrees of separation because everyone kind of knows each other informally. So we all kind of follow each other as well on social media and stuff like that. So over the years, I was connecting with more black and like people of colour in the kind of creative industries, not just in the north of Scotland, but across like the whole of Scotland. And I kind of felt like also that 
go into like kind of like events or showcases as well. And, and I was going to say this before, like it's probably like a broken record that um, I was going to come spaces and it was all good and positive friendships and stuff like that, nice people. But it turns out actually the organizations, um, they didn't look like me, the people who organize these kind of events. In terms of the representation, I didn't see that on the wall space yep. as well. Yep. So for me, I was thinking like, hang on a minute, but I'm following like literally hundreds of people, black and POC artists and creators across Scotland on Instagram and on Twitter and, why are they, they kind of why getting, they not here? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So I kind of felt that in terms of actually providing that kind of platform where we could actually just kind of connect to each other, but also thinking on a bigger scale, how can we kind of at some point like put on events and showcase the kind of talent from like, you know, what's happening across from Scotland? Because it's been so kind of missed. And I guess like on the back end of like the Black Lives Matter kind of movement, which is, I was kind of saying to people, all these kind of things actually not just kind of related to America has been pre-existing in the UK for a very long time as well. But it's almost kind of like, right, let's just try and put like a positive spin on our lived existence here. Let's actually kind of focus on what we can do to support each other. Like, so like, yeah, so it's just kind of like actually, I started the Instagram account for that, um, yeah, Scotland back in um, January, 2020. And then obviously like the pandemic happened and I got really ill and I took a break and I came back in May and then this is at the height, obviously like, I think just literally a couple of weeks after I got out of hospital and I think George Floyd um, was murdered. And then I think like, you know, I'll say like black Instagram and black Twitter, like everyone, we, we all just connected to each other. A lot of black and people of color just literally was speaking our truth and actually holding people and organizations to account yeah. across Scotland as well. So some people, you know, like, you know, a lot of organizations and businesses, you know, had that kind of like, um, I'll say like pretense or like stance. Oh yeah, we're going to be stepping up and we're going to be making kind of changes. And a part for me is actually actually um, like, nah, fuck that. Let's just do our own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kind of wait or wait for a handout. Mm-hmm. I want to actually just kind of create a kind of platform to where I can like big people up from my kind of like community and give them that kind of um, you know space so that they can kind of be seen. There's not kind of conditions around it and Absolutely. stuff. And it's not going to be like it's not going to be that kind of flash in the pan. Like oh well, we've done that tick box, box kind of exercise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. words, so, are, words yeah. are cheap. Uh, uh, you know, it's actions speak louder than words, and it's that representation, mm-hmm. that longevity, that uh, you know, yeah. it's it's not because it's it's trendy yeah yeah i think in the back end yeah sorry sorry to cut you off um i think in the back end of that i noticed that obviously a lot of kind of businesses like you know start to realize oh yeah this is kind of like a thing we can actually kind of market this in a way that's kind of like yeah and it's disgusting and it's it's awful and and i think this is the thing as well like um for like for me, my big belief behind like we here Scotland is actually thinking in terms of actually like future generations of black and POC arts and creatives that they can go into different kind of like creative like work industry environments and be respected and not be second guessed, not be gaslit, not experience microaggressions and stuff like that. They can be confident and assertive, you know, in their kind of practice and what they kind of want to do. I feel like there's still a lot to kind of change and some things are kind of changed to some kind of degree but i was kind of like i'm very open and honest in terms of actually like on the like instagram for like we are scotland and actually saying this is my kind of lived experience this is my view and some people connect with it some people might disagree with it but fair enough we know we're not all the same in terms of like all our experiences as course, like black yeah. people of color it's very much kind of different but like you know you you now 
the kind of thing is now you've got a lot of kind of like predominantly white-led organizations in Scotland and the UK saying, okay, we're at risk of not getting any more kind of funding if we're not being seen to be proactive and progressive. So they're like, hey, we've got this kind of event, you know, maybe you want to speak at this, we've got for you a few hundred kind of quid. But then what I'm kind of saying to people in the long term, the bigger picture, they're the, one that's, they're the ones that can go back to like their funding bodies, wherever they are, and be like, hey, we've done this, we worked with so many kind of black and people of colour. And then the fund is like, oh, brilliant, here's thousands of thousand pounds. They've got the trickle down as the crumbs for the people of colour. So it's something that, like, for me, I'm trying, like, you know, my best to actually just kind of, just drop some kind of knowledge or industry kind of advice to, to as much, you know, as I can, you know, from just from my kind of like experience within the kind of creative industries. But yeah, like, like I said before, it's, it's, it's a long way to kind of go. But for me, I think like, and the team behind, we've got an amazing team, you know, behind like, you know, we are, we are here in Scotland. Mm. We're kind of constantly thinking about projects and ideas that, um, and it's very much like we're not thinking about just benefiting ourselves as a community interest organization it's actually how can we kind of create projects that also creates a sense of legacy as well so like and that's coming from an organization or actually people kind of were leading this kind of stuff you know it's wonderful what you're doing um, it really is um thank you so much for explaining that to me yeah, in know. a very long-winded no, way no <laughs> like i was in that elevator i was i was going to the top um <laughs> because yeah, everything you say is spot on. And I just commend you. I think it's wonderful because it, it must be exhausting work a lot of the time. Yeah, it's hard. But I think, like, I was speaking to someone, I think I, was, I did an interview, I did a podcast last year, and I was, I was speaking to um, Sakai Mikache, and she's an amazing visual artist. Um, and she interviewed me for, your, for a podcast she was commissioned to do. And I said, like, do you know what, though? Like, but I've literally been brought up around this kind of thing of actually seeing. And I say like elders, but the older adults in my kind of community just getting shit done, just doing things to the best of their ability. I guess I kind of like, I was born in like 81. So we kind of grew up in a kind of like, you know, different governments, but predominantly like a Tory-led government. And I don't want to kind of get into that. I probably will get into that in my rants well, as well. Nope, it's all good. But, um, <laughs> you so like, like to speak we, your we, truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we saw the, the, the after effects of... Um, you know, the Thatcher kind of government in terms of actually um, loss of, like, you know, community um, groups and um, youth clubs and stuff like that. So I was born, brought up around the um, bit of seeing people in the community just actually create opportunities for the younger generations and, like, just make, like, things happen. So, like, you know, being born at that kind of time, at the height of obviously a lot of kind of just redundancies and a lot of obviously industries kind of deliberately, I say, you know, being kind of like um, struck off or being made redundant. Like, I think the community where I was from, especially like where a lot of like youth clubs kind of close and stuff, and especially like summertime activities. I think our parents, and I come from a single parent household, I think our like mothers and fathers were very much seen like, right, we don't want our kids to kind of get involved in any kind of shit that's going on in the streets and stuff. So, yeah, like, grew up with um this family members and people in the community just organizing activities for us going to margate going to brighton going to fort park and stuff and that's that kind of thinking that i think um exists with me and this can remain with me it's a strong thing so i kind of think like 
yeah, we can just get stuff done for our community. We don't always have to be dependent on the big kind of fund. And I get it, it has its purpose and it has its value. But for that kind of immediate kind of stuff, or like, yeah, we can organize and we can actually work together. And I think that's that thing that um, always going to happen, I think, within like the UK, that we're always kind of like, she's so divided and having to go at each other. And we're not looking at actually the people who are making these kind of decisions about like, you know, why don't we have anything for our youth? And, you know, why isn't there kind of actually a, a decent amount of money spent within the arts and stuff like that? And how, like, you know, why is there still this kind of like class divide and stuff like that? But, you know, always kind of being told from the kind of government perspective, oh, it's more it's like it's your fault. And if you just did a bit better, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. like for me, for like, and, you know, being the founder of We're Here Scotland, there's always that kind of passion to actually push the conversation in a way, you know, and maybe hopefully at some point even change policy and like be involved in like working with like the Scottish government as well. I feel like there's still so much, like I said before, so much to kind of do and, and like, not say there's not enough kind of time, but we're literally for me, like I'm kind of doing something that like, or feel like I'm fighting against like kind of like these kind of like injustices or challenging them. I feel like that's just what my grandparents did from the Windrush generation, trying to kind of find their feet and settle and not be accepted. And then like, you know, you've got like um, my mum and my like, you know, and her like siblings and my uncle's generation of going through like the big Brixton riots and also like the sus laws and all that kind of stuff like in England. So it always kind of feels like, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want my daughter to kind of inherit this kind of thing where she feels like she has to actually fight for her place in the world. It should, it's, it should just be that she, you know, we like, can just exist and not have to kind of like, we've got all so many kind of challenges, like, you know, already in our lives, actually kind of keeping roofs over our heads, like even more so now, like, you know, going through like an energy crisis, the inflation of like, you know, bills and all that kind of stuff. But it just really kind of still shocks me and, and, and hurts me that still like racism or like a social injustice finds its way, you know, <laughs> like there's still that kind of bit where people be like, oh, well, you look different. Therefore, this is my perception of you and, and your lived experience. I guess your role as a social worker, working mm-hmm. with young people, mm-hmm. you know, I know the privilege of working with young people. I guess from your perspective, you're trying to inspire young people to be, go out into the world and be who they want to be but if those barriers and hurdles are there already for people who have had really difficult challenging experiences Mm. um you know whether it's their home life whether it is they've dealt with racism whatever it is economic issues you know if you can't see it you can't be it for a lot of young people i think and it's just like people like yourself like doing the work and 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 making the time in your world to Mm -hmm. to do these amazing things for other people you know and obviously you get a lot out of it of course you do essentially you are being that cheerleader you are being that supportive person who is stand up to injustices highlighting spotlighting people who are doing amazing things um that's really really important work really I, i can't commend you enough um yeah i guess your work and as a social worker and the work with we are here scotland and in the podcast all kind of informs each other yeah yeah absolutely i think it definitely kind of does and i think like you know one kind of thing i've definitely noticed even like you know like i said it all informs each other like even from like the kind of creative sets uh even from like social services class is a big kind of factor of actually 
you know, of how far you get, like, you can kind of go and kind of get ahead within, like, you know, in the world or in the society, in the community, but also with, like, you know, in the creative kind of sector, it's not, you know, it's not easy. And I think, like, I've literally had conversations with, like, you know, white my white peers have been like, oh yeah, I just kind of almost like fell into this kind of job kind of thing. You're like, oh, okay, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, and it's just a kind of kind of it's kind of, wow, it's kind of interesting because I know like hundreds of other people where I can run circles around you, but like they're in their studio struggling, but they just happen to actually be the same kind of like, you know, look like me, mm-hmm. or actually, you know, or be a person of kind of colour. And, and it's kind of just strange because I feel like sometimes within the creative industry, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, who you know and who the relationships that you, like, mm. depend on the relationships that, you know, you have with kind of people, especially kind of in the century, you know, that's kind of telling whether how far you kind of go, get ahead. And I think for me, I'm kind of actually that kind of person that thinks, oh, do you know what? Fuck that. Like, I just want to actually kind of just do my own thing. And, and I'm happy existing in that kind of space where I get enough people I get on my soapbox on my Instagram kind of stories and actually say like highlighting kind of things as well. Like that are important to me. Like for me, I can like, um, idea is that the, like, you know, the war going on in Ukraine and I was thinking like, shit, but there's this fucking racism going on here. Like, so like, I'm going to actually, yeah, just highlight that. Like, and I, I remember saying the Instagram stories, like literally in capitals underscore, I hope everyone gets out of that situation. You know, I was thinking like, you know, going back to that bit of actually, yeah, like, you know, racism still rears its head, you know, even like in Europe, where it's in, yeah. in the moment yeah. actually human crisis where people are saying, do you know what, like get off the train, let the like dog go on before you kind of thing, you know, I was thinking like, you know, like you've seen that, you've seen that with like the students out there, like the, you know, Caribbean students, like the, um, the Pakistani kind of students and like the African like students, like what, like really? Yeah, and that's crazy. And I think as well, I think, and, and the thing is, at least I was like that second thing of that, like, you, you second guess something, should I put that up? Or someone's just gonna actually come for me in the DMs and stuff like that. But I thought like, you know what, fuck that. I'm seeing people that look like me yeah, this is struggle happening. and this is happening. This is very real. But no one, no, no one, no one kind of came for me or said anything. Good. And I thought they kind of like, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> like everybody needs to do the work to mm-hmm. learn more and and listen yeah. and yeah. not immediately go on the defense and like, well, I'm yeah. or this and that. Just be quiet and listen. Yeah, yeah. But like I yeah. said earlier on, I, I can I can't imagine how exhaustive, how tiring it must be sometimes when you're up against it. You know, and mm. I, because I consider myself in a privileged position for many reasons it, it, within my career, um, mm. and I, and I still feel like I've grafted. So you know, I can't imagine mm-hmm. when you're then faced with other barriers that I just don't need to consider for myself. Yeah, and I think like thinking back on it, I think I'm like you know, even from like you know my childhood, there's always been like these kind of barriers, and I think when you're like old enough, you start processing it, like. Oh yeah, this thing happened in primary school. Oh yeah, that thing was said to me, that blatantly racist thing. Oh yeah, we didn't get into that club that time, but like the guys, the lads and that cheeky cheeky banter who were white got into the club and they were wearing trainers, but you know, we got like, you know, it's just like, you start kind of processing like all the kind of things, the microaggressions, the little incidents and stuff, the little kind of digs and comments that you've experienced over the years. It costs, and it's not just one kind of sector, one kind of industry. It's like a plethora of different kind of things. So it's kind of like, you know, it's like, um, I guess it's like, you know, you, you come attuned to actually kind of like emotionally kind of like 
like ducking and diving and actually in terms of actually like you know like like bobbing and weaving in terms of actually like for me when I go to like a new kind of like space or somewhere as well you have to kind of think about oh is this place racist or like oh how many like what's the kind of vibe in this you know yeah you, 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 you have to preempt just, kind of things I think when you're a black or person of color yeah yeah and, I, and, and for me like I take the stance I know like um, when I was very much um, very active in 2020 at the height of like Black Lives Matter stuff, I was put like just a, like loads of information about different kind of things, and also putting that kind of historical context from the UK as well um, for like deaths and like you know um, in police custody, and like people was like you know a lot of like people I know in the north of Scotland, white people were messaging me saying, hey, like I need to kind of just do better and stuff, and and I kind of addressed that by saying to people, well, like this is not like the kind of thing I'm like, I'm not the black orator and all the issues of like the black lived experience. This is something that black and people of color, we didn't have ownership over racism or discrimination. So it's whether like you guys go figure that out as a collectively, you know, we're collectively going to be in this space and try and amplify and support each other. You collectively go figure out what you need to figure out in terms of actually what is doing better, you know? Yeah, spot on. Can I just say in this moment, like, thank you so much for sharing your experience, um, I massively appreciate it, and I can yeah. I, I can't imagine, but mm-hmm. you know, bringing things up, I'm sure can be triggering at points. So, like you know, I yeah, appreciate yeah, um, this yeah. space being happy enough to to share that. Um, so, thank you. Yeah, no, no, no worries. I think it's just like you know, like um, I kind of actually kind of less like lightly touch on kind of things as well, like because there's been lots of kind of experiences in my kind of like short life that's just kind of like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if some people like, you know, my white peers would manage that, you know, so I kind of like, you know, for me, you know, in, realistically, I kind of like thankful that I'm living, I'm healthy, I have a family, I'm, you know, I have lots of kind of different opportunities and I'm doing what I love, you know, so like I, fo- I do 100% is to all try and focus on the positives in life and not just the negatives and hence why I like, the podcast and like we're here scotland as well well your work speaks volumes that you know the positivity (laughs) behind it like it's obviously driven with you know the best of intentions and positivity and wanting Mm. to create great spaces that are thriving for Mm. other people and yourself alike you know like to do great things and continue these great connections like doing the podcast for me has been just such a gift to meet yeah. people yourself whether it be online or in person and just learn more just like I think it is just that listening and I'm sure you've had so many guests on the podcast where you've you've not really known where the conversation's going to go or you think it's going to go yeah. one way and then there's always that nugget of wisdom or that just that conversation that you just get into and you're like whoa didn't see that coming but I'm so thankful for it yeah yeah 100% I think that's the kind of thing actually just having these kind of conversations and I always kind of say to people like even before I record that, it's just an informal conversation. It's almost like I think about that if you we're having a pint or we're having a coffee, but it's actually just talking, you know. And, this, and I guess you're not going to get to know every single kind of thing about a person in half an hour or an hour. It, I think it, you know when you're doing podcasting, at least I think it's actually just break down some kind of barriers and that kind of like inform informality kind of stuff. You know, it's just kind of like you know, like it's not like I mean the, the formality. So you just have that informal conversation. It's almost like get yeah, a bus stop and you're yeah. actually speaking to someone briefly and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's me now, you know? And uh, yeah, I think that's just so important. I think there needs to be more of that kind of like, you know, podcasts where or like this conversation people where we sit allowing that space to actually 
understand and learn about each other and our life, our cultures and our life and our, our lived kind of experiences. I think that's definitely, I think that's missing in the world. I think we kind of like, there's a lot of ego involved now in a lot of things, you know? So, Absolutely, yeah. 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 And I think like, you know, there's that keyboard warrior thing, like people's backs yeah. get up, you know, they'll see yeah. something in it and it's like, well, I'll just tell you this, you yeah. know? And I think it's like sitting down with somebody you know, whether it be in person or online, just to, ha- like you yeah. say, have this conversation. Um, yeah. I saw this thing, I've, I've said about it before, like I think it was in Sweden or something, um, in the libraries, you mm-hmm. can like sit down and have a conversation with a human yeah. and I'm like, oh my word, like actually I'm really keen to do it in my area because mm-hmm. I was like, okay. that's like, it seems so simple, but yet genius. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because we're it's... so busy and we're social media and we think we're all connected. Yeah. But are we really? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing beats sitting down and have a, having a blather. Oh, yeah. yeah, And I've seen that as well. I've seen that post as well. And I think in that, totally. yeah, like, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that's an amazing idea. Like, why are we not just kind of doing that? Even, like, you're yeah. thinking actually with people, even, like, with the elderly in the UK, like, why aren't people just kind of just doing that, you know? Or, like, you know, yeah. single parents and stuff like that. Or actually, you know, like, I think... You know, I think now, obviously, like during the pandemic, we was more in tune to what's going on in the world. We had to be, you know, we had to be. And now, obviously, like um, things have like gone back to normal, kind of quote unquote, Mm -hmm. a bit. And that's the people's like, right, reality TV, distraction, distraction, distraction. But we're forgetting about the kind of important things about the kind of community where we're kind of living and stuff like that. So I think, you know, even when we moved last year, I made a point to actually just say that to my neighbours. They said, hey, how's it going? I'm like, it's my wife, Beth, it's my daughter, Izzy. You know, and like, just like, not not to make people feel comfortable, just to be like, yeah, I'm going to probably live in here for a long time. So it's going to be a bit awkward if I'm not even saying hi to you, you know, like, you know, so these these are such kind of important things that I feel like the the medium of podcasting um, holds on to. And I think it's so important that, you know, it provides that space that's definitely kind of like much needed. But in like in the world, I think we need to kind of do that more often, like just that physical space of actually conversing with people absolutely yeah because i mean like it's a dream of mine to have some sort of kind of broad brave event mm-hmm. first off just to meet a lot of the people that i've spoken to because yeah. it has been online like yeah. prior like i did the podcast like 2019 all in person right up to the pandemic but there's been so many people that i feel like so connected with because we've had that conversation yeah. and i've stayed in touch online but i'm like i've actually never met you in real life like so i'd like to do that but i think yeah just provide that opportunity for other people to connect because i started doing a thing with guests in the podcast um last year where we would like meet up once a month online because i'm okay. like i've met aika online yeah. you totally need to meet aika like, so then <laughs> yeah i was just was like all the people that have been on the podcast i'm like you should totally meet each other so i did yeah. this kind of zoom every month and it was lovely just just to host it and let just everybody blather about what they were up to and sharing ideas and and yeah just more of that but yeah i think there's there's some of that being lost we're going into bad habits again post pandemic yeah, like yeah. we're in our lane look at the blinkers on like go 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 back to normal yeah um, and we shouldn't lose all the things that we're saying were important to us i think i think for me personally i think actually you know on the it's like a double sword for me the pandemic is actually when i started to kind of do more kind of commissioned work in 2020 into like 2021 and I felt a bit more seen and actually valued in terms of actually it's almost kind of like all those and I think I say to people we've touched on this before actually 
about just doing something and, you know, not focus on anyone else, just having that kind of bit of tunnel vision and just like, thinking like, because, you know, your biggest critic can be yourself. And I remember when I started the podcast, I'm like, I don't even tell my friends. I remember just kind of sharing like my old website. People were like, oh shit, you're doing a podcast. Oh, awesome, nice one. You know, so I think it's just kind of like, Having that, and I will say this, I will say this, you have to have this unwavering belief in yourself as well. I think, you know, like you have to be your biggest, sounds cheesy, you have to be your biggest cheerleader, but I think it's one of those things that's so important yeah, because right. if you kind of feed into kind of doubt or someone's going to be the negative, say, oh, why are you doing that and stuff like that? Like I found for me actually saying, I remember saying this to like my wife, Beth, like, oh yeah, I'm actually just going to literally, I've started in 2017, like November 2017 doing podcasting and then when it came to the new year I said you know what fuck it I'm just going to give I'm going to commit to this I'm going to fucking commit to this and that she's like alright cool you know like that's one of the things when you've got people around you supporting you yeah. and like you know and not saying oh well why are you doing that and stuff you know that helps as well that goes like a long way um, so for me I feel like definitely so kind of lucky that I've got a supportive like mm. partner and I've had a lot of kind of friends who are arts and creatives in the north of Scotland, the further afield, who've been on the podcast as well. I think, like, I think one of my friends as well, like, um, she's a local artist, Jo Muir, she's amazing. And she's got, like, a vintage, um, like, shop called, an uh, online shop called Wardrobe Foxes. And I remember when we kind of interviewed, like, I didn't, I met her once before at an event, before I had my studio here. And she used okay. to have a studio here as well, at the anatomy rooms. And then we just kind of just, like, because we were kind of, like, around the same age, she's, like, a year younger than me. And we literally kind of disconnected on all that kind of pop culture references and stuff. And that just became an instant, like a really good, solid friend, you know? And it's just kind of like those kind of things, like, you know, you can't kind of like, you know, those kind of things for me are so kind of important as well. So when you kind of mentioned about like your, you know, you did the online kind of Zoom stuff. For me, I still got that fear of actually doing like a live intro kind of thing. I'm actually bricking myself about ever kind of doing that. But I need to actually kind of think about doing that to mark five But like how far you've come, like look what you've achieved. Yeah. Like when you started the podcast, you couldn't have imagined necessarily where you know how it would have grown and all the people you were speaking to and all the people yeah. that have listened to it and the nice messages you've received it's like just yeah. put one foot in front of the other in it you know yeah, and just like is, that yeah. imposter syndrome that like self-doubt thing like it's very real and I, I haven't spoken to so many people in the podcast especially creatives I think it's just like a given <laughs> that a lot of us are just like oh I'm going to get found out one day somebody's going to tap me in the yeah. shoulder and go get down but yeah. um, <laughs> you know it's, it's nice to find that commonality although I don't like to hear that other people are feeling it too but i yeah. think you're right i think you do have to draw in that self-belief or it just or just be like i like it so i'm gonna do it yeah yeah that's it as well i think even people at my like work they kind of know that i do stuff and they're kind of like oh yeah like oh yeah so are you doing like they think like also oh, are you part of that kind of thing and like, oh yeah that's me and that you know like and it's you're like, multifaceted like you yeah you, you like lots of things do you know what I mean like yeah you, and you you kind of make room in your life for it and some people really like reality tv and they are yeah. they, they love it and that's their yeah. thing that's the, the thing that they do or people play tennis or whatever it is do mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you have to make room and space for the stuff that you love because like, yeah. especially like you as a parent now like you want to be showing mm-hmm. your wee girl that yeah you can do the stuff that you want to do yeah most definitely absolutely yeah you know i think yeah. it's so important and whether that becomes your profession or whether it's just a hobby because i think a lot of adults are guilty of like letting their hobbies go i mean i speak to a lot of people especially in terms of dance who are like mm-hmm. oh i used to dance when i was younger and i'm like well you can still dance <laughs> like yeah, there's yeah. not an age limit on it you know what i mean yeah. like and i understand that our barriers and people do you know i'm saying all the right things but i mm-hmm. completely understand like economic barriers and social mm-hmm. barriers and all the rest of it but um 
yeah, sometimes you just need somebody in your corner going, just do it. Yeah, yeah. And Even I think if that's well, yourself, just telling yourself yeah, to do it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I think this as well, it's actually kind of like that kind of bit of actually having that curiosity and that kind mm. of, that kind of bit, obviously, when we kind of get to school, it's kind of like taken away from you from like, you know, um, in education, as we get older, actually, that sense of actually just, yeah, wanting to explore something and taking on something new is, is, is so kind of important. I think that sense of curiosity that, I see that in my door like every day and I see that with the young people are working for my job and can like, yeah, hold on to that. Like, don't try and lose that as well. Like, you know, Don't grow up, it's a trap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, yeah, and you kind of, and you kind of look back on that and you, and you see that you reflect on your own kind of like, you know, upbringing and like childhood kind of experience. You realise that that's so important actually holding on to that bit of actually curiosity, adventure, and actually this intrigue and wanting to kind of discover new kind of things. Because when we get into the adult world, we're like, okay, work, rent, or mortgage, you know, pay the bills, get the shopping and stuff, all night out and stuff like that. It's almost like, you know, live, eat, repeat kind of thing. Yeah, you know, all treadmill the time. Yeah, yeah, treadmill. So it's just like, I definitely kind of like encourage that bit. I feel like I find that with like um, podcasts or doing like We Are Scotland, I get to meet interesting new and have like you know zoom calls with like people from different organizations and just kind of connecting with like sometimes it connects like we might know someone and that kind of helps you know us kind of like you know have a like conversation but yeah i think for me like i definitely kind of exist in that kind of place of actually yeah i'm always kind of curious and i want to kind of figure out things actually understand or speak with people i've never spoken to before yeah, keep a hold of that for sure because mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. a total gift to have that yeah. curiosity. And I, I don't know about you, but like sometimes you can get hung up on the likes or the numbers or whatever, and you're like, you know, <laughs> what is the measure of success really? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you try something that doesn't work out, you'll have learned something. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, will, yeah. Totally, there'll be a takeaway. Like, I'll say that when I'm doing choreography and I'm maybe set like a creative task, especially working with young people, you can totally see the fear of yeah. not getting it right in inverted commas mm-hmm. i'm like you literally cannot get this wrong i'm literally saying whatever you make is going to be great and i'm like so just do whatever the first thing that is that comes into your head do that yeah and yeah. that'll be that'll be great because it came from you and yeah. you, know, you can just see like that like all oh, right it's not like the correct answer and i think obviously schools are set up in a way like there's one answer sometimes like tick the box yeah yeah one and one is two Correct. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? But like, and like, there's other ways of learning, and there's other ways of doing things, and I think it's just keeping that, yeah, keeping that yeah, life as an adult. yeah, yeah, most definitely. No, hundred percent agree, and I kind of, I kind of do that in like different ways in my job and in my day job as well, especially with young people to kind of build up the kind of self esteem and kind of confidence, and just kind of like, look, there's no right or wrong way. Just, just have give it a go. I'm not going to be ripping into. I'm not going to be taking the mic, you know, like you know, like so. Yeah, and adults are just yeah. kidding on that they've got it all together. They don't, they don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they're just figuring yeah. it out. We're all just kidding on that we know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and in terms of um, what we are here Scotland are up to just now I know you've got yeah. like two big things going on so you've got your creators um creators fund yeah which is yeah. live at the moment for yeah. submissions um mm-hmm. and then you've got your rise up festival yeah the rise up festival um like that's in partnership with Abney Performing Arts so um it's going to kick off on Friday the 13th of May to Saturday the 14th of May so got a lot of we kind of cool lineups of like spoken word event on the Friday um with some local um spoken word artists um from Aberdeen and also kind of like further afield as well and also on Saturday that's like our, our musical performance 
performances. Um, it's going to be at the Lemon Tree. So yeah, um, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be really um, interesting and a really kind of special kind of event. I'm really kind of pleased to kind of be partnering up with Avenue Performing Arts, and it's kind of created by not just me but the We Are Here Scotland kind of team. We've all kind of been busy behind the scenes over the past yeah. kind of few months, kind of like booking and kind of confirming like you know acts and kind of performers, and it's and it's just kind of like really cool to kind of see it all kind of come together you know as well and like if people like you can check buy tickets uh, via the link in our instagram bio and i think there's a link on our website you know, i'll put the well. link in the show notes brilliant so people yeah can obviously yeah. share on yeah. social media i'm just gutted yeah. that i can't come that week- weekend I've got, <laughs> I'm, I've got the get in for a show that oh, weekend, okay. so cool. we get in, in the well it's not actually a theater it's in a church um yeah. yeah so that's that weekend so i'll be optimizing it but or else yeah. i would have totally have been there that would have been my yeah. opportunity to come to Aberdeen, don't Yeah, it would have been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. would have been, yeah. Sod's law. But, um, yeah. no, it, it, you know, what you've posted so far online, it looks absolutely brilliant. I'm sure it's going to be an awesome Yeah, no, game. we're really pleased and we're excited. And hopefully it leads to kind of actually more kind of like events like this. Not, no, not just created by us, but from other kind of like organisations that are kind of funded by, you know, black and like people of colour. I think it's definitely needed. I think it's what's missing um, from like, particularly from the northeast of Scotland. I think it's definitely like needed. So I appreciate, obviously, having before now, it's kind of partnering up with us for this kind of like mini festival. Yeah, and it'll be that ripple effect. You know, you'll be inspiring people all the time. Just oh, to, I hope so, 100%, like, just yeah. do the things that they want to do. You know, there's probably mm-hmm. lots of people sitting on an idea and they just need somebody like yourself to do it first to go, oh, actually, yeah, maybe I can yeah. do it. Do you know what I mean? And you, know, don't, you don't realise that you're having that effect on other people. Well, this is it, yeah. And I think because I'm always kind of like, it's always on the go. So I never take a time to step back. No. I think as well, we don't do this a lot in the UK. We don't be like, you know, we're not like the Americans high-fiving each other and all that kind of stuff. But it's kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like, oh yeah, like, yeah, just do this kind of thing. And we're, and we're very kind of like, I'm, for me, I'm, I'm get like, I think someone actually from the team we has got and said, Ike, you're too humble, like, you know, just like, just like, yeah, just like, that's like, because when we got our target last year for the kind of creators fund, we, we um, the GoFundMe campaign was looking for like, it's like typical of me as well. I started like the creators fund at that, it's like in 2020 and I had bloody still at the pandemic, high the pandemic. I was thinking like, yeah, like, obviously, you know, it took a bit longer, but we reached our target, we got over that. I think, I think it's, yeah, initials for six grand, I think we've got like 8,000 something now for the GoFundMe campaign, which is really cool. So this fund is like to support creators yeah. in our Yeah, fund. yeah, like, like um, small 500 pound kind of like um, bursaries um, and awesome. also like with also mentor support as well. So this is like, she round two was launched um, back mm-hmm. in like late March and that's open till like the 31st um, of May. And we've got some really kind of cool things and ideas for the, like, the years to kind of come because obviously, we all kind of work full-time or part-time so we've got all of our, our, our kind of commitments but we're working on some really cool um, projects that hopefully will kind of happen this year and then I think actually towards the end of the year I'll be like oh I can actually have a rest <laughs> you know I think you deserve it I'm just wondering where, where you're finding this eighth and ninth day of the week that I don't know about jeez yeah I know do you know what it is as well like even that time like, like I want to get my life I'm going to get my wife like do you know what my wife doesn't like she used to listen to the podcast for digitally especially when she was pregnant with our daughter Izzy and now she's kind of fallen off of it a bit I'm going to get her to listen to this as well and I'll say that like, big shout out um, to like um, Beth as well because she always says to me like you, you know, you don't have to answer the phone all the time. That's what I mean. Like, you know, like you fear your phone buzzes we can have messages as we can like, yeah. oh yeah, like, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of actually, Beth, uh, you know, Beth, you know I'm doing better now with the phone. <laughs> like, you know, like. And I will, ap- I will apologise because you've been much longer tonight because of me. 
major apologies to you that's how you didn't get home in time for your dinner <laughs> but yeah it's important like it's lovely that you obviously recognize the support that you've got as well like yeah you know that you're obviously a team the two of you and you're and you're yeah, able to absolutely. do these things that are, are you're passionate about mm-hmm. um and and helping other people it's awesome I really, I just massively commend the work that you're doing. I think yes. it's brilliant. And then anything I can do to support it moving forward, you know, just to give me a shout. Yeah, but also likewise for yourself as well, because like, you know, and I discovered you like a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, brilliant. It's just like, and for me, I'm very much more that emphasis on like a Scottish podcast as well, because I'm based in Scotland. Because obviously there's a lot of kind of this like podcast, we can like, oh, like she's doing cool things. And I know like you've spoken to a few people that I know like already yes. as well. So I was like, oh, brilliant. You know, so I kind of checked it out and it was like, awesome, nice one. You know, it's just like. Yeah, you've had some awesome guests as well. Like yeah. I need to catch up. I've not, I'm not, I'm not a, on a, well, I was listening to episode 111, but because I'm terrible, like I never listen to podcasts in, in order. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, likewise. I just always yeah. scroll and go, what do you fancy to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible for not listening in order, so um, there's still plenty yeah. that I need to tune into. So um, yeah. now that I'm commuting more, I think I was listening to less podcasts on um, during the pandemic because I was at home. I tend to mm. listen them when I'm driving yeah. to work and stuff. So now that I'm out and about more, I'll be I'll be tuning in for sure. So Cheers, you don't feel the pressure it. to make any more. Like I've still I've still to catch up, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you know I'm glad you listened to the form like this uh, from the most recent and uh, when you work your mm. way down. Trust me, when you work your way down, you might lose interest. Not on, not in, not in the interviewing style or, or that. It's actually just the audio quality. Like, you might be like, Jesus, this is awful. Nah, <laughs> the thing is, we, we, that's it. It's a process. We we yeah, we, we, yeah. we can't expect to be experts. And here's me. I'm still mucking up with the, the technology three years on. So <laughs> <laughs> you're recording my podcast. Remember, I can't believe this. Oh, much appreciated. No now, before I let you go, and yeah. I'm going to let you go. I promise. I do a thing called the Hingamajigs, which are just random questions and i wondered if you would kindly answer just a couple for me before you shoot off i can yeah. so um here's one if you could be a fly on a wall in any room at any given time and anybody can be in the room what room would you be in and what would be going on in that room uh, jesus that's all it's good. do you know what i say number 10 down the street that would be right. interesting and i think everyone would be just probably shitting themselves at the moment, you know, but um, who knows with this kind of like government, it's just well, or maybe they're actually just laughing, thinking like, oh, he's gonna get away with it and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, I'd be a fly on the wall in ten down the street. I think absolutely. Um, what movie do you watch if you need cheering up? So it's one of those ones that you go back to it time time again. Do you know, I go back to this. It's gonna be random, but it's like a Bill Murray film called Groundhog Day. Yes. You know, like I saw that on a school trip. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I think it was like second or third year in secondary school that our like our year ahead took us. It must have been like November, December time. It was like an outing. We went to our local cinema and we saw Groundhog Day. And that's probably one of those kind of films. Just because um, I like Bill Murray's kind of sarcastic, sarcastic kind of comedy style as well. And that, so that's that's the film that kind of like you know what shit day outside i'm just gonna go and watch that but if i have time to like you know like yeah that's that's my go-to kind of film nice one yeah and um, best gig you've ever been to oh um tracy chapman yeah roll out but oh my now brother-in-law russell um he got tickets for it and yeah ah. we went down there like 
we've got like really kind of like really like upper kind of balcony <laughs> so you couldn't really see it that that well but yeah it's amazing that was like yeah tracy uh, chapman it's awesome i would love to see tracy chapman like totally takes you back to when i was younger a sunday yeah. night before going back to school and i had like extremely long hair when i was a kid and oh, i used yeah. to get my hair washed on a sunday oh, yeah. and my mum would have to like stand and dry it and yeah. she'd always play tracy chapman fast oh, car nice like that whole yeah album. yeah love it yeah love it um, so that's that's a cool gig yeah that was really cool karaoke song if you were i don't know if you partake in karaoke Ica, but if you were not to, in a long what time would, <laughs> what would be um, your song choice jeez probably like that boys to men what's that song to the end of the road that's a tune that's yeah. like proper lighters in the air isn't it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you're good at this game then. i'm asking you what i'm asking you tomorrow all right too good um <laughs> If you knew you could not fail, what would you do? Ooh, jeez, yeah. Ugh. If I knew I couldn't fail, I think it would be, oh yeah, just running like We Are Here Scotland is a full-time kind of job and actually just making that like, uh, you know, full-time for like myself and the rest of the team, you know, and that, that can be the thing. Yeah, that would be it. Let's put that out in the universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And the question that I do ask everyone, because yeah. it's called the Bro the Brave, is what is your favourite Scots word or phrase? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it is? Like, um, oh, God, like, I'm going to get slagged off for this. But when I first moved up to, like, obviously, everyone speaks kind of Doric up here in the northeast of Scotland. Yes. Uh, don't laugh at me. But um, I remember, like, saying to someone, like, oh, do you know what time is it? And they said, like, oh, and then I can. I thought they were basically saying, like, I don't care. So that was my interpretation of it. So that's why I yes. kind of favourite work. Because now I look back and I don't know what it means. Like, so I'm saying, oh, look, like, I don't know. It's not like I don't care, but I thought that's what it kind of meant. So, yeah. You're that's like, my... okay, but I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> it's just kind of like something that, yeah. It's something I just kind of remember. And I kind of look back and I'm thinking, like, yeah, you're an idiot. Like, so, like, yeah. Um, it's yeah. understandable that yeah. you didn't understand that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, thank you so much for being on the Brown the Brave, especially because it was a shift and a half <laughs> yeah. to make it happen. I massively appreciate your time and your energy. Um, I wish you all the best. And uh, I'm excited to actually connect in real life one day, so I will definitely make a plan to come up and visit definitely, um, yeah. in Aberdeen. And uh, hopefully I'll make your next event whenever that is. Brilliant, yeah, yeah, more than welcome, Lisa. Thanks again for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Total pleasure. Cheers. Thank you, my friend. All right, thanks. That's easy. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braw and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now. <laughs>